We just talked for 45 minutes and then stopped <laughs> when we started recording. So, uh, Hey, Jim. Hi, Megan. Let's act like we just got on the phone with one another, even though we've been talking for almost an hour. Okay. How are you? pretty good you know there's some you know life stuff that i haven't talked about with you for the past 45 minutes we had a little uh little (laughs) pre-show catching up to do yeah it's funny how we work in the same place and never maybe yeah never see each other or get to say hey yeah like once a week or something yeah Yeah. like as you're leaving and i'm getting there yeah exactly exactly stupid baloney i i've got some questions for you though you do? Got some serious questions. Whoa, sweet. I'm excited. Number one is how is the space attic? Oh my god, it's totally cool. Um you know, one of the um one of the best things about this place is all the string lights. Mm. All lit up happy like stars in the sky in the night sky. Mm-hmm. Um so they look nice. There's a stretch of them that is out for some reason, but these things happen. It does. Um but yeah, it's nice up here. It's a little messy. Yeah. Sorry. Did I tell you I'm moving? Yeah. Well, you didn't tell me directly. I find I learned things about one of my best friends through social media. I know it's weird. I thought I told so you this weird. though no. months ago. How I was thinking about doing it. Well, I knew that it was like in the works, but oh, okay, yeah, I just it's getting real, huh? Yeah, it's real. Now, do you have a place? Um. Yeah, it's like a little complicated, but yeah. that house my parents are building. Oh, okay. Um, and they're. You know, it's going to close at the end of the month, so I'll be there. Awesome. For April. That's super cool. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be temporary, and actually the best part about it is that my sister is going to be there with me. Oh, she's coming? Yeah, she'll be here. Um, Like, she's finishing up her work in Cincinnati, and then she has a few months of, like, waiting to hear from things she's applied to. Mm-hmm. So she's going to come hang out and do some freelance work online um, that she got hired to do. So it's cool. We're going to hang out and have like sister living times. We've always dreamed of being like like old lady sisters living together in like a giant Victorian mansion and scaring the neighborhood children, you know, right. like they think we're like witches or something. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be our practice run. One step that. closer. That's right. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> so Good. it should be fun. This and is, it's temporary. This is, yeah. Because I want to buy a house. Yeah. I'm going to try. Yeah. Or at least rent a really perfect one. Right. Yeah. Yup. That's exciting. I know. It's, I'm, I'm pumped. Well, you need to find a good long-term living solution. Yeah. Because on our quest for immortality, which is the topic of discussion it's this true. week on episode 42 of Nerd Novice. Oh my gosh. 42. 42. Dang, dude. 42. Dang, dude. Yeah, we begin our theme of indeterminate length, indeterminate number of episodes Mm -hmm. uh, regarding immortality. Yeah, we haven't decided, but yes. Yeah. It's true. So you got to have, you got to have a pad. I know, and it's got to be the pad that will make me comfortable for the rest of my immortality. That's right. That's right. Ever. Yeah. Dude, how do you feel, random question, 
random question. BFF to BFF. How do you feel about Whoppers, Robin's Eggs, candy? Yes. Thank you. I love a malted milk ball. <laughs> I am all about the malted milk balls. The uh, the chocolate malt, I mean, that's one of the classic beverages at I... uh, Dairy Queen. Word up, man. Yeah. There's nothing better than the little blue and pink and speckled little robin's eggs, though. Yeah, those are super good. I'm a fan. Yeah. I just had to ask you that because they're sitting on my desk right now. I appreciate that very much. I'm happy to to affirm my appreciation for malted milk. Okay. Now, I, rem- cool. I do remember um, years and years ago when I was a kid, my... Uh, my grandmother used to eat these malted milk tablets. She had a she had a bad stomach. Uh-huh. Um, I forget what she. Well, she had a hiatal hernia for one thing, mm. and so that was bad. Yeah. Um, but she used to eat those periodically, um, to help soothe her stomach, and. They were not quite as good as a Whopper, or you know, but yeah. they were they were all right. So yeah. those those that the whole malted milk thing goes goes back a long ways with that's, me. It's it's good to know that it's good for uh, medical purposes, medicinal yeah. purposes, and um, that will now give me an excuse to eat more of them. I at think a time. There you go, and see here's here's something. Here's a business opportunity What's for that? for you or or any of our enterprising listeners. Okay, is you could take uh, Easter themed whoppers and repurpose them as a homeopathic uh, stomach food settlers. item. Yeah. yeah, you just need to get like some uh, some hemp. You need to to weave some hemp uh, bags. Right, yeah, and then fill them up with with Easter egg whoppers, and then sell them at the like the local hippie fair. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then we'll just tell them all that they're natural ingredients. Right. Yeah, they're good for you. Single source cow. Yep. Yeah, I mean they don't need to know the truth, but no. You ever no. think about that? What? Like you drink a glass of milk, you put some milk in your cereal. <clears throat> You know, you buy a gallon of milk at the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. God only knows how many cows that I never that gallon of. of milk comes from. And now I'm grossed out. Yeah. I never right? I always was like, Oh, this is from Bessie. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bessie and her a hundred closest besties <laughs> at the um the boob vacuum farm. Damn it, Jim. Yeah. God, you know, I was actually recently starting to wonder if I should switch to like almond milk or something. Because well, I've heard I've heard things about dairy milk. Maybe you can get some uh, some I'm not single ever gonna, source. Uh, I'm not going to give milk. up cheese. That's never going to happen. Yeah, but I'm thinking well. like I don't know. I don't drink that much milk. I buy a half gallon, and it sometimes I don't finish it by the time it expires. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, I've transitioned from. From the whole drink a glass of milk. I don't thing. do that anymore. Yeah. I used to, I mean, we used to do it at dinner. My mom would, mom and dad would make us 
drink a glass yeah. of milk every time I dinner. What do you think? Why do you think that is? I don't know, man. To make us immortal? Maybe. It's I mean, maybe just because it's. I don't know. It's pretty good at washing down a steak. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And wings. Uh-huh. Because you know that trick. I mean, you're a pro. I mean... That spicy food. Yeah. Plus, yeah. like, chicken can get, when you're a kid, like, really boring. And sometimes you just need to, like, swallow it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you need a big gulp of milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, the broccoli that you hate. It all goes down with milk. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. um, So... I don't know. I don't know, man. There's so many like different health things that I don't understand. Like, really, is this true? Is this true? Is that true? Is this going to give me cancer? Is that going to give me cancer? I don't even know anymore. Can I just yeah. please eat macaroni and cheese for the rest of my life? Thank you. I you're you're kind of on to something that I've been thinking about in the <laughs> last maybe more than a couple of months, but thinking about for a while. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah. I I really I'm a big fan of science and I like to listen to uh some science podcasts once in a while uh certainly like Star Talk Radio from Neil deGrasse Tyson which is astronomy based generally Radio Lab will do some science focused episodes right. stuff like that love love the science Right. And one of the things that kind of bothers me <clears throat> is uh, because we're we're in a time now when uh, there's a lot of people for for whatever reason uh reason or reasons kind of want to go against science or discredit science or that sort of thing, right? Right. And what bothers me is when we have situations where what we thought to be true through science turns out to not be true. Yes. You know what I mean? So like along those lines of like what foods are good for you, what foods are bad for you. Oh, this is going to give you cancer. Oh, no, it's not. It turns out it's fine and it's actually going to give you less, you know, it cancer you're less likely to get cancer yeah, if you eat yeah. this thing like that's the kind of stuff that confuses yeah. the crap out of me yeah i mean he would kind of think like <clears throat> i i understand that there's there's been a lot of things we've gotten wrong over the years that we thought to be true through science but i just kind of feel like we should be getting more things right yeah like Less misses, yeah. Than, like, I, than we I, seem to be getting. I just saw a couple articles, and granted, I didn't really read them thoroughly, so I can't talk about them in in length. But one of them was like something about how a vegetarian diet is actually not better for you. Like, there's not enough protein in things like other, you know, types of substances, whatever. Like, you can't get enough protein if you're a vegan. Basically, he was saying. And then the other one was saying, um. It was they they weren't related, but one of them was talking about how high protein diets are like horrible for you. I'm like, what? What do you want from me? Like, can I eat a steak or not? Right. <laughs> like, 
is this something I need to be concerned about? And in what way can I please continue the path of life that I've been on and not have to change it, but still not get cancer? Like, <laughs> Right. I mean, right. somebody help me out. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my, my joke has always been, if I drink Diet Coke, then I'll get cancer. If I drink regular Coke, I'll get diabetes. So Yeah, right. It's like, which one do I r- rather have? Right, right. Which apparently I've chosen cancer because I drink Coke Zero. So oh, go okay. figure. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> There's like 80 other things that are going to give me cancer. The doctor's going to take my legs, Megan. <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? If we were immortals, God. it would be a lot easier for us. Yeah. Um, I, I don't understand, like, I mean, how cool would it be? To be able to swim underwater and not worry about it at all. This is interesting. This is this is a this is a good this is a good transition into I, I like this. Into the topic. Yeah. Because today in particular, as as we begin to explore the theme of, of immortality, uh, today we're looking specifically at the nineteen eighty six film Highlander. Right. And we'll be following it up uh, next time with the Highlander TV series. Uh, we'll talk about the first episode or two of that, at least at least enough to to be able to understand and and talk about the the mythology of the TV series and and the direction of the TV series compared to um, the the mythology of of Highlander as presented in in the original film. Uh-huh. Uh, but the overall conversation to to have today, I think, to to get this started, would be the idea of of the the rules of immortality. Yeah, I like that. Right, because in different in different mediums, in different stories, immortality has different sets of rules and different baggage that goes along with it like you mentioned being able to swim underwater right in the highlander universe the way the way immortality works is you wouldn't really be able to do that what i mean you you would but you wouldn't like because in Highlander if if you get stabbed or get shot or I it, very very interesting that you brought this up because I would assume you you could also drown He's, in it, Highlander. It's, it's in the movie. It's in, oh it is in the movie. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It is. When he, when when Juan Sanchez Etc. is showing him the ropes. They go underwater. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, with like getting stabbed or getting shot in Highlander, he dies for like a second. For yeah, like a second. Then like you know, a couple minutes later, da 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 da. Yay! Look at me. <laughs> so, can you imagine like how often you're underwater? Like how often you drown? Like yeah. a million times. You no, would have be... to just like constantly drown and revive and drown and revive. That's yeah. a really good point there, Jim. That yeah. is inconsistency right there. Because mm-hmm. it made it seem like he just took one breath and was fine for however long he wanted to swim. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, he would be, but there are, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah. Nice nice point there. I like hey, that. Thanks. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, let's, we have to, as always, relate things to uh, Buffy as we can, as Please, often as uh, we certainly. can. certainly. Because um, I was mentioning to somebody about how we were doing Immortals for our theme, one of my friends, but I forget who it was but anyway they he or she i really cannot remember thank you anonymous friend yeah um i was talking to them about it and they were like oh so you're gonna do vampire movies then and i was like don't make this into a twilight thing let's not let's not do that um but obviously we have to consider vampires when we're talking about immortality um and you know, like with the vampire thing, I think it's cool. Like with it's cool with um, Highlander, how there's literally only one way that they can permanently die, and that's by being beheaded. Whereas with vampires, there's like a few different like you can decapitate them, you can stab them in the heart with a wooden stake, and like you know, there's a there's a couple the fire yeah. the sunlight exposure thing. to sunlight yeah yeah yeah. So there's a couple things that are like you know, deadly to a vampire. I don't know. I just think the whole mythology of immortality is always really cool because they're always like, depending on the type of character we're talking about, they have a different weakness, you know, like there's always some sort of Achilles heel that like does them in. And it's just neat how everybody has their own take on it. Right. Right. Um, And I, I was trying to think of like other, types of immortality uh stories but i couldn't really i was having a hard time well a lot of a lot of them come through um like artifacts of power or you know science fiction type things or even like uh the holy grail yeah, totally. Like there's some sort of, th- or like the the fountain of youth. Like there's some yeah. sort of yeah. thing that you have to acquire to become immortal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with with Highlander, one of, one of the things that's that's interesting to me about it is the the concept of the the quickening which is a little bit bizarre i mean it's sort of like a l- electrostatic lightning orgasm yeah uh, <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> and then death i'd like to have one of those just to check it out once yeah. but uh <laughs> you know i don't know about that if that's going to be realistic for me it probably uh, not. but then you have like the the idea of the game and the prize. Right, right. Which did, is... And remind me here, like, do they know what the prize is going to be? Before? No, they don't. Yeah, I didn't think they did. Yeah. And that's... That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And that's always, like, the big... That's the big mystery. And in um, in the original movie, the the prize ends up being... okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. I guess we have to say it. Sometimes I feel like we should say it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. 
from here spoilers. on out, the entire episode spoilers. Yeah, and you know what? Nerd novice just needs to have that as a disclaimer. Yeah, well, we I know crap but, about spoilers, but okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> so in in the movie, the prize is is this like psychic connection to everybody on the planet, right? But then the other thing is fertility. Yeah. Right? Because it's like yeah, because they're sterile. He's sterile. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then when they get this, but uh, he's not immortal anymore. Yeah. It's like he gives he gives up his mortal immortality, but he gains the ability to procreate and the ability to understand and be one with everything. But now you have but to But now wear it's condoms. limited. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well... And now you can't get stabbed in the heart. Ugh. Like, you need to start being careful of where you're walking around. Like, right. can you imagine being immortal for that long? All of a sudden, you have to start, like, actually being careful. Yeah. <laughs> Your whole life, you yeah. were never careful, yeah. ever. It's like, oh, crap, I stepped on a rusty nail. Now I'm going to I know, now I'm going to get tetanus. 600 years on the planet, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to die of a staph infection. <laughs> Damn it. Suck if after like living through like in like old world Scotland and like going through all these like horrible plagues, yeah. in the end you die because like you fell down the stairs, or right? Something. <laughs> <laughs> or like you were like taking a shower and you stepped out of the shower, right? Yeah, oh geez, <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, okay, we need to we, we need to come up with ideas for immortality fail videos. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that could be a thing. YouTube series. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have so many awesome ideas and then never do them? I know it's terrible. That one other idea that I'm not going to mention that you mentioned to me uh, the last time we were in the escape pod, mm-hmm. we needed to do that. Yes, that one could still be done. There's so much potential with the secret. Oh yeah, thou shalt not be named. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Highlander is they set up this cool universe with these really cool rules for how it works. You know, with yeah. all with all of the the catches that are associated with immortality. And and what's interesting is there really aren't that many catches in Highlander. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, there's really just, I'm doing like a mental count before I say there's two, but I think there's really kind of only two, which the first, the first one is you you can't have kids. Right. But, but the other thing is, is you're, you're really just looking at the, the emotional cost of immortality. Yeah. Which I think is is kind of the overarching theme of Highlander in a way and and you'll see that in um in the series too because it's also very flashback focused and Oh cool. Yeah. You know, you see like all of the loves that he's had and and whatnot. But it's it's that cost of immortality in terms of uh, you outliving all of your loved ones, and you you either are 
as a consequence of immortality, going to choose to never get too attached to someone. Yeah. Because you know that you're just going to see them grow old and die. Yeah. Or you have to learn to enjoy the time you have with them and see them grow old and die. Or you can be like Angel and pretend like you're going to enjoy your time with them and then suddenly dump them out of the blue because you can't handle it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Just saying. Stupid idiot. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, not that you're bitter about a fictional character. No. Yeah. Not that I hate him. What a jerk. I feel like an ex-boyfriend. What a jerk Angel was. <laughs> he Dear was. Lord. Angsty idiot. Like, yeah. totally angsty. Full of mm-hmm. stupid self-inflicted problems. Right. Yeah. So, um, this is a good movie. A classic, a classic sci-fi fantasy. Oh yeah, movie. it's totally entertaining. It's like it's got a lot of everything in it, you know. Um, I love that it's an '80s movie too, because I just have a thing for '80s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's great. It's totally great. I I would recommend it to somebody who's not really into sci-fi too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has a lot of. A lot of things going for it that I think would appeal to not the typical nerd. I think so too. Type person. Because it kind of follows the whole like 80s movie uh, side too. I mean, it's not just a like sci fi movie, it's also like a great, I don't know, like great 80s movie. Yeah. 80s movies are a genre in themselves, aren't they? Sure. No, they absolutely are. I mean, you have. You have the song from Queen. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and- the Queen. That was something I should have remembered to mention. Like, when I saw this movie, I, for some reason, just, like, didn't even remember that Queen did the music for this. Like, yeah. oh, it was such a great surprise. Queen is one of the great bands of all time. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm not even a rock or, or pop person, really. There's really, like, but they're honestly, not even- like, a handful that I'm into, but Queen is one of them. I could listen to Queen every oh, day. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they're not... They're, like, operatic. They're yeah. more than... Yeah. Yeah. So they've got that going for them. And it's it's a romance story as well. Um, did I ever tell you that I went to a Highlander convention a long time ago? No. Yeah. Cool. Where was um, it? In Colorado. Oh, wow. What were you doing out there? Was it just for that? Or was it, like, a separate... I went specifically I went specifically for the convention. Um so I went <laughs> how do I how do I put this uh like politely and you know while still accurately telling the story. Um my well we weren't married. My girlfriend at the time. Okay. Uh-huh. Um uh, she was into Highlander, the TV series. She really liked Highlander. And she liked the first movie. Um, she was super into it. So her and I went to the convention. This was probably like 1997. Yeah. Something 98. Somewhere around around there. Uh-huh. And 
I had been to Star Trek conventions and some comic book conventions. I, I had never been to like a big comic book convention at that point. I had been to a couple of uh, like medium-sized Star Trek conventions. So we went to this thing for like a whole weekend. Uh-huh. And, and I was expecting, you know, the, the typical nerd type of convention. Which back in the 90s meant predominantly dudes who, you know, are there looking for deals at in the dealer room. Right. You know, they want to get, uh, you know, their Star Trek phaser prop replica kit. They want to yeah. get their... <laughs> it's like shady deals going on in the background. Right. They want to get their bootleg videos <laughs> of their favorite BBC series. So they because... spend tickets to go to Colorado so they can get these like shady, illegal things. Yeah, like you, your, your bootleg merchandise and oh then God, like your collectibles and, and whatever. And go to some panel discussions, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, wear a Star Trek uniform that doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of the stereotype stuff. That's what I was expecting. So we go to this thing and there's hardly any dudes. Oh, my God. It's like all girls. It was almost entirely women. What? It, it was easily 80% women at this convention. Why? Like, well, that's freaking sweet, though. <laughs> they... You know, we've like a, I've like, made is this I've Highlander made, like a really like female centric fan base. Yes, I did not know that. Yes, you know I've I've made the joke on the show before that like what was that uh, Charmed? Yeah, you know like yeah, you probably yeah. watch Charmed for a different reason uh, than I do. Yes, well. Yes. These women watch Highlander for a different reason. I watch Highlander because they want immortal. They sexy well, times. They want immortal sexy times. <laughs> Don't all women want immortal sexy times? I well, mean, that's I, the that's the whole the difference between men and women. Men want about three minutes of uh, <laughs> sexy time. Women want immortal sexy time and then cuddling afterwards. That is so <laughs> so incredibly true. <laughs> oh my god! I love this show. Actually, I want five minutes of sexy time, and it turns out to be about 90 seconds, but whatever. This is besides the point. Totally beside the point. But yeah, like, they're they're into the romance aspect right. of it. Um, Adrian Paul, who plays Duncan McLeod in the TV series, I mean... Guy looks good without a shirt on. Right, right. Right? So he's got the sex appeal. But I think the mythology of it also appealed to women from like a romance point of view. Because it's like a like a historical romance almost. Yeah. It is. Well, because he's like this like... I mean, he did the, you know... I can't, I can't think of words right now. But he did the the romantic thing by staying with Heather, you right. know, as mm-hmm. she got older and 
what woman wouldn't be like swooning over that really right like oh i'm gonna have a young man with me for the rest of my life that's pretty badass Mm -hmm. yeah yeah she was the first cougar (sighs) yeah she was oh (laughs) dang we are just firing them out right now yeah yeah wit banter Mm -hmm. it's happening on this show today all, all on Skype, no less. Yeah. yeah. Usually that's not the case. You know what's really funny? I'm seeing, like, because we're recording this, um, I'm recording it, too, on my computer. And, like, I notice the waveforms when I talk always start out really loud, and then they get super small by the end of my sentence. <laughs> like, I always trail off every single sentence. Hmm. It's happening in front of my eyes. It's happening. (laughs) It's happening in front of my eyes. (laughs) That one was different. (laughs) Okay, anyway. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, that was was shocking to me. Because we got there and we we went into the first, you know, panel discussions or whatever. And it was like... Were you like... like, Did you talk to the other guys like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> Not <laughs> like, really. Did you like do like head nods to the there other was, guys? Like you had like a secret acquaintance with yeah, them somehow? Yeah, there were maybe a couple head nods, but there were, <laughs> honest to God, there were like, there were so few of us. Wow. I bet you the lines for the bathroom were horrible for the women. Oh, yeah, they were. I they mean, they were always are. They were atrocious for the but women. But it was probably For the dudes, it was like worse. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that was weird is like, they... There wasn't that much of a dealer room. Yeah. Because the women probably don't care about that stuff right. as much. Yeah, they didn't care about... Like, we don't the have bootleg prop the same... Replicas. Yeah, we don't have the same connection to gear and things and toys, like, whatever related physical aspect of whatever it is we love. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been that way. As a drummer, as an audio engineer, you know, I'm not the type of person who really cares about that stuff at all. Mm-hmm. I never really was like, oh, this certain type of drum and oh, that whatever mallet and this interface. Like, I don't think about that stuff. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And it was an okay dealer room, but it was just way smaller than I was, than yeah. I was expecting. They, they were all about... Does that mean you got a bunch of good deals? I got I got a couple good deals. Um, she ended up buying. She actually bought a katana. Oh, cool! She bought a, a Duncan model katana. Nice. And I bought um, some Highlander soundtrack CDs from the TV series. Nice. Yeah. That's very representative of you. It is quite. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It was good. But it was there were lots of uh lots of autographs. There were a bunch of guests there, actors who had like guest roles on the T V yeah. series or were cast regulars. Yeah. Um Oh um his name just fell off the tip of my tongue. Um there's one there's one character in the TV series, who is they call them watchers in Highlander? Basically they do? the same, yeah. Basically the same function as a watcher in Buffy. Um, in real life, he had a blues band, 
And so, like, Sweet. his band played one night. Sweet. And uh, that was cool. And, yeah, it was really, it was a really neat experience. That's I'm glad awesome. I, I'm glad I went. That is awesome. Glad I'm, I yeah, went. still never been to a convention. Yeah. We still need to do that. Yep. Well, there'll be plenty of opportunities this summer and, and this fall. We should fall, think about so. that. Yeah. For show. Yeah. We we can't not talk about uh, Sean Connery, though, for a second here. Oh, we have to. Because we've talked about him before. Yes. Let's talk about the fact that he's really bad at accents. <laughs> Horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> Ever lost your car keys? <laughs> That's not even from this movie, but... <laughs> he's just so bad at it! Yeah. He's so bad! Yeah. So bad! But he's Sean Connery. Right. So it's kind of okay. And I just... You you can't believe... He's not a believable Spaniard. Oh, God. In Egyptian Spaniard. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Yeah, you kind of Not, look at him and go, "Are you full of shit?" Really, dude? you're just have makeup <laughs> on your face right now. Yeah, like I really, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, but um, uh, you know, Anna obviously ha- a central character. Yeah, in the sure. in the movie. Also, how creepy the Kurgan guy is. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is one really good villain right there. Yeah, like when he takes her on that wild like car trip thing where he's like driving like a maniac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh in the TV series, one of the bad guys, one of the bad immortals is uh, Bull from Night Court. Um God. Richard Maul. Oh, okay. Um been and there's you know, in the in the TV series, <clears throat> which we'll talk about next week, it's it's like it, it's inter- What's interesting about it is it's usually like bad, um, evil, immortal of the week sort of thing. Yeah, but but occasionally it's like good guy immortals. Cool. Um, and some of them are really good villains. Some of them really bad. Like Joan Jett is one. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have to really? Yes. Like really. I need to watch that episode specifically. Okay. Oh my God. I know. I'm trying so hard to try and talk about the movie instead of the TV show. Yeah, it's okay. Right we'll now, talk about but... the TV show next time. But we'll talk about. Um, I mean, the, the it's episode, a theme. if you want to jot it down right now, yeah. is called Free Fall. Okay. Free fall. Oh my god, I love Joan Jett. Yeah. Wait until you see her try to do a sword fight. Oh god. Oh dear lord. Yikes. I'm blaming the choreographer for that one. Yeah. 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 Well. Yes. So back to back to the film. It's it's a good setup of of the rules. Uh Sean Connery, the the acting I don't think is really that good in the movie. Uh, it's an eighties movie. Yeah, well, the, mean, there you go. That's there the you go. To that. Yeah, Sean Connery is not. He's his character is exposition personified. Yeah, totally. Oh my god, so much. Yeah. Yes. And 
uh, Christophe Lambert is fine. He's fine. He's interesting because he's pretty boring, really. He doesn't have a lot of charisma. But I mean, I, think- I guess he's doesn't need to or isn't supposed to have a ton of charisma. But it's just it's weird to have the French guy fighting his French accent playing a Scot. Yeah. You know? I just don't... I mean, what's... Is it because that's supposed to be the personality of his character? Or, like, is he just supposed to be, like, really soft-spoken, kind of? You know? Like, it must be. I mean, to me, when you watch it, you think, like, okay, this guy's lived through, like, hundreds of centuries. He's not really into being in front on the like you know on the front page of everything anymore because he's pretty much like lived through a bunch of stuff already so he's kind of just like eh. i'm not gonna be like obnoxious in the front you know needs attention from everybody dude so he just kind of is soft-spoken but at the same time it's hard to tell if he's just maybe just kind of a bad actor right <laughs> like i can't it's hard to tell the difference yeah yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll understand more when I watch the series and kind of get more of an idea of the character. Mm-hmm. Well, in the, the TV series, it's a different character. Oh, yeah. It's a different McCloud, right? Yeah. 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 And there's like a there's a send-off in the first episode. I think it's the first episode. I'll have to go back and watch it. Um, where they're, they're from the same clan. Yeah. But from like, I think... Connor is like a hundred years older than Duncan from the TV series is or gotcha. something roughly. Yeah. It, it is a send off because that's the whole Duncan learns about the rules of immortality from Connor. Um, yeah. So, so is he in the first episode? Yeah. He's saying? in the first episode. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then he he comes back because there's, um, you know, the, there's more than one Highlander movie. There's there's yeah. a whole series of of films, and then there's what two. There's two Highlander films that are based on the characters in the TV series, and uh, Christophe Lambert. Is in one of them. Okay. So you get like the uh, the Captain Kirk, Captain Picard meetup sort of deal. Yeah. <laughs> Done Highlander style. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's yeah, it's so it's not particularly well acted, and you know it's just. It's just a good, solid story. The sword play, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. In the original movie. Totally. It's super entertaining to watch. Yeah. Isn't it the same guy who did, like, all the other awesome sword play stuff from, like, Princess Bride and whatnot? I yeah, Bobby, Bobby Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. He just died. Yeah. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah, that. he did the original Star Wars trilogy, too. Yeah. And he was the, the Vader stunt double. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So all of that stuff is is really good. Yeah. And it's a good movie. Yeah. 
it's a good movie. It's solid. It's solid. And what's what's weird about it? A little it, hokey, but good. Yeah, sure. Well, again, it's the eighties. Yeah. So, um, what were you gonna say? Sorry. I, I was just gonna say that for as solid as the first Highlander movie is, the sequels, Highlander two and then Highlander three, yeah. are just god awful. Yeah, I've heard terrible. I've heard terrible films and it's um, because in the, in the second one, I think it is, it takes place in the future and they, they retcon. I think they, they no in the second one, I think they completely ignore like what happened in the first movie. Oh God. I hate when sequels do that. Or just or they they explain it away like in a really dumb way. Yeah. Because in in this film, well, if you think about it too, the same thing can be said about the TV series. Because in this film, you know, the the quickening, or I'm sorry, not the quickening, but the the gathering occurs, and Connor is the winner, and he gets the prize, and happily ever after. Yeah. But then in you get you get the TV series and the other movies and it's like, "Oh, well, not so fast," you know, because of reasons or Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. So that's in a way, I think it 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 takes away a little something from the power of this film. To to have the resolution undone by by other yeah. things, but I mean at the same time, if you can overlook that and just accept it for what it is, I mean I think that's fine. definitely that's definitely acceptable to to do. I, why should you have to just because you like one movie? Why should you be forced to? know and watch all of the other ones yeah you know? that, no, i mean i kind of feel that point. way about like back to the future i like the other ones they're just not as yeah. good as the first one you and know? Th- and that is that's the thing is you you can with this completely ignore yeah that there ever were any pretend sequels. they weren't there <laughs> yeah now i happen to be a really big fan of the tv series and and actually like the tv series even more than this movie well i'm but, excited about it then yeah uh, I think you will really dig it because as 80s as this film is, the TV series just is is puking a rainbow of 90s. Nice. The yes. 90s were my favorite. Yes. Favorite decade. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Puking yeah. the rainbow of yeah. the 90s. <laughs> puking it up in the <laughs> rainbow. So I gonna... think... Uh, keep repeating that sentence it's okay it's a good sentence <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean like i'm trying to think we need to talk about how long this uh immortals theme is going to go on maybe we can take some suggestions for other immortal related uh shows or movies from our listeners yeah yeah let's let's go ahead and throw that out there yeah, because I think you know I'm not in a rush to uh, to end it. To end it, I think it's there's a good theme. 
you know, I think, and it shouldn't just be Highlander. Right. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think, I think if we wanted to, we could probably end up spending a couple of weeks on the, on the Highlander TV series. There's enough there where, you know, I'll have you watch like the first couple episodes, check out the Joan Jett one. Yeah. But I think if you, if you end up liking it, which I think you will, then we can spend a little more, a little more time on it. But, but this is, uh, like we said, the, the, the immortality themed duration of the show. That doesn't even make sense. But, um, it's, yeah, it's not just Highlander. So we want to find right. some other things. So you guys can send us, send us those suggestions. For sure. And, and Megan, can you, can you tell the nice people the best ways to do that? We've been getting some email lately. Oh, dude, I know. And like tweets, some too. Some good emails. I know. We need to talk about that post yeah. recording. Um, yes. yes. Um, we need to hear from you guys more because we love hearing from you. And for some reason, I don't know about you, Jim, but my phone doesn't always notify me when I have a uh, nerd novice Twitter notification. It, like, notifies me for my personal one. I don't know. Anyway, I apologize to people who are tweeting and not getting responded to right away. I need to make sure that I do that better. Um, But, yes, so if you want to contact us, you can tweet us at NerdNovice. It is our conjoined podcast Twitter account. Um, And we haven't said this in a while, so I'll go out there and put our personal uh, Twitter handles out there, too. Mine is at Megan Paletti. And uh, Jim, yours is at jmetzendorf. That is correct. Uh, and you can also email us, nerdnovice at gmail.com. Booyah. Yeah. So with that, um, I think that's probably... I think, I think it's good. Probably good for now. We threw in some Buffy. We talked yeah. about candy. We talked about uh, sexy times. Yeah. It was all-encompassing. Sexy malted milk immortal rainbow time yeah yeah i like it done done see you next time (laughs) later